This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. The new future have freed their world's divination and illusion mages and killed everyone in the genetics and necromancy labs. Meanwhile, House Farch discovered Grace and Typhus's office in the past. Can our heroes survive the encroaching kraken in the past or assassinate the facility director in the future? Find out next. On Dom Doms and Dragons. You may have just said Kraken by, but Kraken is just saying hello. Uh, so the Kraken is tearing its way towards the elevators. Um, you are still in the director's office um, or Grayson Typhus' offices. Grayson Typhus's office, as you've now identified it. Uh, what do you do, Dom Doms? Uh, run? Yeah, I think we gotta run. And there might be a little less exploration and more like, do we cut the power? What the fuck do we do? Cool. So, um, you start to run uh, up the spiral staircase. Um, as you, you move, you actually find, um, there is, uh, a body as you kind of round, uh, round one of the corner, <clears throat> not corners, but sort of round, around one of the edges. And it is, um, wearing a, a similar sort of, uh, outfit to the merfolk who attacked you. Uh, but this one's dead. And it's um, kind of desiccated, like it, it's the, the corpse has been there a long time. Um, it seems to have a, uh, a couple, like, very small crossbow bolts, um, the one in the head and two in the chest. Does it look merfolk? Yes, 100%. Um, it looks different. Like, it's definitely one of the uh, the trident folk that you met. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has gills, uh, sort of um, fins out the sides of its face. Um, but again, sort of like a melted candle human features. Uh, and wearing a uh, Typhus Ventures jumpsuit. Cool. Got to go. Yep. <laughs> um, so you kind of like step past the corpse and keep running. Um, so you're making your way uh, up through the various levels of the stack. I've lost yeah. my notes. So I'm then I found we'll them like again. Open a door to look and see if there's anything useful and then just <laughs> close it, it and keep going. Yeah, yeah. cool. So um, first and foremost, um, you hit, and Tyler, I'm sorry, you're actually the only one who wrote down the stupid names that gave all of these. Um, but I think maybe we should just refer to them in 2099 terms since that's kind of, that's fine. Work. I actually only wrote down the 2099 ones. Oh, okay. Fantastic. So you're <laughs> well, at, uh, ENH block, uh, which is the, um, enchantment block. Mm-hmm. It's the palace of enchantments. Thank you. Palace of enchantments. <laughs> oh, Laura, Laura wrote them all. Good down. notes. Actually, I missed the transmutation one, but that's, oh, that's fine. Uh, the, the hall of changing. I don't, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> All right, so the change room. <laughs> yeah, um, you reach the Palace of Enchantments. Um, you open a door and uh, you can see a sort of like uh, like the lights are are dim in this area, but uh, you can see kind of like fake grass and fake trees, and it's like a weird fantasy kingdom they've set up. Um, and uh, there's sort of a a palace at one end with kind of a bunch of small alcoves, each of which has a different type of enchantment in it. Can we tell what those enchantments are from from the doorway? Hell no. no is way. it still active or it's dead like everywhere else? Um, it's this one is like the, the sorry when I say enchantments it's like there's three alco- there's uh, sorry five alcoves each of which has like paintings in the back of it that oh, you can't really see it. from here but it's not uh, like there's an enchantment floating in in the thing itself. And what the water level is rising up the stairway as the kraken is uh, breached. The kraken or? hasn't got through the elevator yet. It it is very large. Uh, elevator is very small. But yes, you get the sense that soon it will break in, and then 110% we're doing a slowly rising water <laughs> level adventure. Yeah, he has to keep. Fuck keep, yeah! Because the interesting wait, wait thing about wait a sec. Question on the physics of that: Where's the air going? 
Um, this is our nerd fan who's also a player. Where yeah, I'm like, does there something going on with your voice there? Sorry, this is Laura being a nerd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put my well, nerd voice on. Laura, if, if an entire structure is underwater mm-hmm. and the bottom of that structure gets breached and water starts flowing in, where does the air go? I guess think there's like cracks and stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe things that allow you to transfer air and water in and out of a building. Also, there are windows that might just break. It increases the pressure until well, the air goes out. I'm just curious. And now you maybe know. <laughs> Don't uh, worry, guys. There's no way the water can come up because it won't go anywhere. Right, Juniper? Time freezes and we see <laughs> the giant man in armor who farts magic. Uh, the tiny baby-sized human man who, or <laughs> halfling man, sir. who <laughs> made a deal with a demon and whose eye is in the pocket of a witch. And the the um, busey looking motherfucker who can change their face, but yeah, let's really worry about the physics of water coming into a building. <laughs> oh, it'll go out the window. Do you know what? I bet Grace had left a window open. He was so busy shitting himself, he had to air it out. Let's Look, go. I just want to understand if there's a way to stop the water from rising. Uh, we really kill the kraken, is what I think. The water rises. <laughs> Here's the thing: the from what you know of the the diagrams you've looked at. Again, similar to 2099 hangers issue, the odds are that there is a way to pump water that gets into this building back out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they built a giant structure underwater. They had to take this into account. You just don't know what it is yet. Okay, Quinny, should we try to find the secret door to see if there's something <laughs> educational or keep going? 60 seconds, search the room, and then we got to go. Okay, uh, fart, 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 fart. Looking for a door. I'm looking also. Well, I'll look too. You want investigation? What do you want, sir? Um, sure. Well, however you think you'd Perception. find it. For for buttholes, probably more insight than investigation. For twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. And five. Fourteen. Let's run with twenty four. And butthole, what are you looking for? I'm just looking for. There's always been a secret door with magic behind it. So I'm just wandering around farting, trying to feel magic because I feel like that'll lead me to the door if it's booby trapped. I see. Um, okay. So yes, you managed to find um, a door at the back uh, that's kind of in classic like inside a ride. Setting so it's been painted, but there's like a doorknob, um, and you get the sense it's kind of in roughly the same place as the portal room stores. Okay, these rooms might have a pattern. Quinny, you got to open this door up, but don't explode yourself. Okay, I'll do. Good luck, and I pat him on the shoulder and cast guidance, and then I go hide. I'll do like ninety percent of the work, and then try and mage hand it. Go ahead and roll sleight of hand. Add four. So, oh boy, nineteen on the die. Uh, 19 on the die. Uh, all right. Well, then Plus, it's probably 500. I think it's a 31. Yes, it is. It is a 31. Uh, Thank you. Jesus. Okay. So <laughs> you do the usual thing. You flip back this time. Um, sure enough, like the, the magic fist appears. Uh, it punches your mage hand, which kind of like puts a hand out to stop it. And it just like annihilates the mage hand, but that's fine. Yeah. You're, you're well back. Um, the door swings open and unlike the previous one where there's kind of like a viewing booth in this case, um, it feels almost kind of like a behind the scenes situation. Um, there's a small chamber, uh, and you can see that for each, um, enchantment alcove, uh, there is one, uh, body kind of suspended from the ceiling. Um, there's like a, an elf, uh, there seems to be a halfling, um, and they have, uh, sort of like a much cruder version of sort of like, um, steampunk mask with like a tube over the mouth uh, kind of suspended there. All the bodies are again um, kind of uh, they look like they struggled a bit, but they're all kind of desiccated and and seem seem fleshier than like you don't see any obvious signs of of death. I, I want to look the place over for loot, something we can take, something that might kill a kraken, um, something that someone might have left behind or, or even like evidence that someone's been in here. Um, this, uh, this back room seems like it hasn't been open in quite some time. Okay. How about, uh, those alcoves? We kind of ran past those. So the alcoves, um, each one represents, uh, sort of a different enchantment. Um, and I think the idea would be that they would pass an object into the alcove. It would get enchanted. Then they'd be like, Ooh, look at this thing we enchanted. Um, of course you can see that, uh, the alcoves were powered by the, the mages that were core behind them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The While he's doing all that searching, I think. I'm starting to feel bad about all these people that have just been abandoned here. So I want to take them out of their masks and set them on the floor and then just like commend their souls to Moonhammer as I kind of go through the bodies. Sure, you can do that. Um, I'll give you one point of inspiration for kind of being true to true to character. Okay, this room just seems kind of gross and scary. And I want to, I want to fucking punch Mr. Poops Your Pants so hard. But we should move along. There is a Kraken coming. Yep, ready to go. 
Juniper, is there anything you wanted to check out while we were here? What were you up to? I was blessing. I mean, I'm still looking around. I'm still riddled with confusion over, over why things look the same. Like the architecture, it's the same. Like that was around my my home. What does your scroll say? You, oh, you haven't checked your scroll I mean, in a while. I haven't said anything in a long time, but, but could, I can check. It could now. Who knows? Um, the scroll is pure red as though being here has overwhelmed it. Yeah, it's 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 not. Uh, Juniper, can you roll me an investigation check, please? Totally. Eight. Eight. Um, you know that you've observed a detail somewhere to this point that has kind of slipped your mind. That like it's one of those awful things. Your brain's like, I think I have information that I didn't quite clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell you what that is right now because you rolled badly. <laughs> but uh, as you continue to kind of explore, if that's if that's ultimately like the puzzle that Juniper's working on. Um, I'll get you to roll me checks basically when – because I, I think essentially the way we'll play this is if it's a floor like this that's just kind of an investigation floor, and if you're doing it quickly, everyone gets one major action in the room. Mm-hmm. And if your major action is, I just want a puzzle on it, then I'll let you yeah. kind of continue so, to roll. Something's like – I'm going through like all of these possibilities. Like did the changelings build this? It's like – It's a bad, bad scene in Juniper's head I don't, head I don't right like now. it, yeah. Especially since they have the prophecy – Hmm. Interesting. I don't like it. <laughs> um, all right. So having searched this room kind of as much as I assume as much time as you wanted to put into into yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So you take take off uh, and you start moving up to the next floor. You find um, sort of like two uh, two bodies that uh, one is clearly kind of holding one that's been stabbed. Uh, there's a sword in it um, and you can kind of see more signs of a battle happening in the stairwells. Holding like they were grappling or holding like this person was dying? And holding this like this person was dying and then the other person was killed by some something. The higher up we go, the more bodies we find. What the hell? Well, it might mean that Mr. Poops' pants and whoever is loyal warriors might be at the top. So check these guys' pants. Okay, how are these pants looking? Well, pants are fine. Okay, they didn't poop them. He's not which a is, man. No, they must not have eaten before they died. Most people poop their pants. This, this is actually the biggest mystery. <laughs> Just look at Quinny. I'm like, are you serious? I'm just fucking around. Yeah, okay, that's I gotta fine. have my fun where I can. Okay, so let's go upstairs. We need to find Mr. Poops your pants. <laughs> Check um, every pants. All right, so uh, you run up the the stairs and you enter uh, EV block, which is evocation. Evocation. Laura, what is it? Uh, the you were supposed to save like us. Oh, of that's evocations. the Palace of Wonders. Palace of Wonders. Two palaces. Machi mm-hmm. machi. Um, Spare so no expense. You make your way up and um, in you sort of boot open the door uh, inside. Um, there, it's very regal. It's it's built to look like a famous, like a, a very fabulous palace. Um, you know, the columns are all gold. The floors like that weird check pattern. Um, but the biggest thing you see in here is a statue of uh, Grace and Typhus wearing robes, uh, kind of with a hand extended. Um, and away from him, there is a uh, sort of like a heart, like a heavy metal statue of like a spooky looking monster um, that looks pretty blast scarred. Does one statue blast another one? Maybe they brought one statue to life and then he'd shoot it or they just show how powerful he is or whatever. What Be- kind of magic is evocation? Uh, Juniper, do you know? I just it's played like, it. God. It's essentially like force magic. So think uh, magic missile. Um, okay. but it's, it's in, in 2099, this would be the laser magic? Yes. Okay. This is the weapons floor in 2099. Oh, this is where they did. Okay, there's got to be a secret room and maybe it's attached to the statues. Okay, we got to find our magic door. They've always been in the same place, and I go to where it usually is in the other room. Yep, sure enough, same thing. I want to pay extra. I want to do a quick look at this statue. Okay, just to see if there's any additional. Should you roll me a uh, probably an investigation? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, okay, so you quickly examine the statue. Um, you can tell that it's um, hollow. There's some some machinery inside it. Um, most notably, uh, the hand has a sort of small gap between it and the sleeve. Hmm. Um, and you can see the area around that is kind of uh, blast scarred and there definitely seems to be like a metal circle inside there that presumably leads further into its arm. Okay. Yeah. This guy definitely shoots the other guy. I'll, I'll come check the door here. Uh, 
Juniper, you got anything or what are you doing? I don't know. Does does this beast look familiar to me? Um, it looks like something that in the same way that, you know, there's dinosaurs that just don't make any sense that people draw or, or mm-hmm. monsters. It's kind of that. It, it just seems to be the scariest thing you could come up with. Um, probably presumably so that it being vanquished by this magical blast would seem very, very impressive. So it's like Guillermo del Toro concept art. Yeah. Um, but it if even look drawn real. by an idiot. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's it his looks st- ridiculous. It does look ridiculous. And you get the sense that partially that might be because in a world where there are a lot of like different species and, and races that really it is kind of hard to find something that will be non-offensive to um, all creatures. And this seems maybe to be that, but it does seem very silly. So Grace and Grace and Typhus is socially kind of an idiot, but also like <laughs> sensitive to people. Poopy pants show off. Yeah. What's also, this room even for? Well, I mean, they're all sort of to show off a kind of magic, so just show it off because they wanted it said welcome mages, right? Wait. But I mean this those other rooms actually did stuff. If we go through this hidden door and there are more corpses back here being channeled to turn on a guy's fucking show off hand faucet, what's What's going on here? Well, I mean, okay, their world, because Alan told us that it had no magic. So if this came from there, maybe it was like, did you see that traveling play called Jurassic Gollum? Or it was about all the golems that were in the shape of lizards because <laughs> they wanted to bring back the old lizards from that jungle. And then the golems came free because they made them act like the lizards. And everybody got eaten. But the guy was like, everybody wants to see these lizards. So... What if they're in a land with no magic? And this guy was like, everybody wants to see magic. So you put a sign up the front that says like, welcome mages. And it's like kitschy. And you get to go through and be like, whoa, fire. Whoa, other stuff. And you think it's it's science, but it's actually just a bunch of mages tied down till they die. And then you make all the money because you spared no expense, but it costs lives. I'm going to kill this guy. I agreed. I'm going to make him poop his pants one last time. <laughs> When he's dead. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, but after he makes a portal work. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> 
It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndyCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dumb Dumbs and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumb Dumbs and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Hello friends, Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right, if you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40k, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. I'm going to do the old mage hand switcheroo on this hidden door. Uh, yep, sure thing. Um, so, same thing. Um, uh, magic fist. <laughs> At this point, I think after a couple of 30s, it might just be like, cool, it's a trick now. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing more engaging in a D&D adventure than rolling a dice you can't fail to do a thing that you're already provenly safe from. Oh, no, my mage hand didn't open the door. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so the mage hand uh, blasts out of the door, uh, and this time you're uh, – so the, the, the trap hand, this time your mage hand is ready and just has its fist ready for props. Uh, and then the, the fist shatters. Um, you open the door. And weirdly, back here, um, there isn't, there, no one is suspended. Um, That's a relief. There's a sort of, um, you can tell there's a sort of a secret window that, that's hidden amongst the, like, it's like one-way glass on a, on a mirror. Um, and there seems to be a panel, uh, essentially, with um, some switches and heavy cables running out of it and kind of underground. Based on the trajectory of where they're going, they look like they run to the statue. But you basically see one that says, uh, fire. Oh. And then another one that's like safety. Ah, oh, crap. What? The dead guy's in the statue. What? They shock him from here to make the fire come out of the hole, because none of this has been science. Does that make sense with what I learned about the statue? You're not sure? Oh, my God. I go back. I got to know. There's a hole in the hand, right? Yeah. I bet there's a dead guy inside that hand. Is there a, um, a seam or a panel or anything that I can remove from the statue? Um, can you roll me a slate of hand check? Uh, 26. 26? Uh, <laughs> if there wasn't before, you somehow found one. Um, so yeah, you, you feel around for a seam, you click it, and immediately, like, the back hinges off, and um, a skeleton falls out. You can oh see that the God. tube the tube you found led to um, sort of uh, essentially the forearm bone. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems the hand had been cut off. And the forearm had just been inserted to kind of a hole to just literally pump magic blasts out anytime it was shocked. What a monster. What, do, what does the skeleton look like? Uh, this one, presumably elven. I'm going to mm -hmm. bless that poor soul to Moonhammer. Like, let's get him into the good. Let's get him into the executive suite in hell for this. This is fucking terrible. And then let's open up the shitter because I've got a Grace and Typhus to jam in the bottom. Let's um, keep going. You find that the skeleton is wearing one of the jumpsuits. Um, but that's been kind of standard of most of the 
right. the things you found. Um, okay, so uh, leaving behind the horrors of that room, uh, you continue up. I was going to say, Juniper, were you puzzling in there while we did all this? I'm always puzzling. <laughs> okay, Juniper, go ahead and roll me uh, an insight check, please. But do it at disadvantage because I think... How horrible did you find this room? Uh, if the truth is not that horrible... Honestly, not... There were no, aside from the skeleton, there weren't any other dead bodies. Like okay. it was, it's based <laughs> She's on, so inert from to what corpses. we've seen, quality honestly. Versus quality. Yeah, what no, thing? totally, totally fair. So then uh, go ahead and roll with advantage, please. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a two and then I rolled a three. Oh, so eight. Oh man, there's something at the back of your mind that's really interesting. Probably a great revelation yeah. that will really turn the tail. And we leave and you're so frustrated. I'm like, okay, here's the deal. In the next room, don't think about it. That's the thing is you're overthinking. You have to let it go and I'm then just it'll like, just I'm just like going you. through all possibilities. I'm like, Alan's kind of an elf. And like, she only has one hand. Ju- ju- <laughs> Juniper, Juniper, you got, you got to let the thought go. Because when I forget something and then I try to think about it, my brain like locks up. You just got to focus on the next room, you know, see what you can find. And then maybe it'll just come to you. Uh, let's try. So you arrive in the next um, next set of doors. Um, you open it, and um, you're immediately hit with kind of a stale smell of death. Um, and inside, there are bodies everywhere. Uh, it looks like a huge battle um, occurred here. Um, you can see there are a number of uh, pedestals with armor on them, mm-hmm. uh, and then noticeably a couple of pedestals without armor. Um, and there's a huge banner um, just kind of strung across uh, the back of the room that says, have you cast mage armor today? And um, you can just see that clearly, like, there are a couple bodies near armor suits that have been pulled off of racks, Um, but uh, it looks like a big big fight happened here. Are these fresher bodies? Uh, no, they're they're uh, the same vintage as the uh, the ones you found in the stairwell. But it, looking at them, I'm guessing these have, like, swords in them and shit. They didn't die of hunger. No, no, they definitely didn't die of hunger. This was a, a fight. And you can see like a trident sticking out of someone. You see a couple more of the um, the trident folk. Um, one uh, actually does have like one full leg is a flipper is a is like a mermaid tail with a, a thing. The other one's just like a humanoid leg. No, so there are like mer mutants, and then versus the regular. What were they killing each other over this armor? What's so special about it? Well, I mean, they were fighting in the stairs. If they were fighting to, like, take the place over, maybe the armor was magic. Because in the last room, it's been magic. Also note that the bodies that were killed aren't wearing Typhus jumpsuits. What are they? Do they have any use uniformity and across? Not at all. Looks like... Uh, all walks of life kind of thing? You see a lot of robes. A lot of robes. These were guests. And mm. then they got ambushed, so they were going for the armor, and they all got killed. Does that make sense? Because we had dead people in the lobby. Maybe people ran from the Kraken up here. Are the robes uniform in any way, or are they all kinds of different robes? Different robes. Um, Okay, so they are just different mages. Is there any, like, splashes from, like, Spellfire or anything on any of the walls? Absolutely, yeah. Like, like, you can clearly tell there's, like, a war zone happening here. Uh, Definitely some magic discharge. You can tell there was some... People fought back. There are a couple of of humans in Typhus gear uh, who have swords clutched in their hands still. Um... Can you roll me, if this is what you're investigating, can you roll me an investigation check? Yeah. You want from all of us or just? Uh, whoever is really in, into these bodies. I, I would sport, say I am into freaking everything. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, okay, so we'll all be into Good the bodies, Lord. but I also do like sure. Moonhammer shit as I'm traveling. 15 for uh, Quinny. 19. 22. 22. Um, okay, so yeah, you, you quickly check the bodies and you can tell that there's a, a wide variety here. You can definitely see weapons deaths kind of here and there. Um, there are a few people in Typhus jumpsuits who uh, were, again, carrying martial weapons and seem to kind of almost be defending uh, the people in the robes. Uh, as you're exploring the bodies, though, you find one of them that's, again, like th- these bodies have been here long enough that if there's skin, it's pretty mummified. Mm. Um, but on one of them, you find um, just a couple of gills on their throat. Uh, another one seems to have a webbed hand. Uh, but otherwise, they they look the same as the uh, other sort of humanoid bodies on the ground. Have we visited the transmutation room yet, where people can nope, transform that is and further up. make changes? No, we haven't got there yet. Maybe something fishified people. I think something fishy's going on. Okay, should we look for a secret door, or do we just figure it's full of dead people? Honestly, if we do run into this guy, I don't want him. I don't want to let anything slide with him. I want to know all the bad shit he's done. 
okay, then it's probably yeah. here. And I point to the corner <laughs> where there's been secret doors before. Um, yeah. So this time it's it's in classic apocalypse fashion. It's it's almost funny. Like it's a, just a comedy bit at this point. Where it's yeah, fucking throw a garbage can at the door and the fist punches it. And then, uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, you uh, you crack the door. Where are these spells coming from? You know, everything else is tapped out. Everybody's dried up. But these spells are still active. Well, I mean, if they were set up with a key, though, then they stay until they're dispelled or until the key gets used, right? Can you roll me an insight check, Quinny? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> butthole, Let's you can see also what my roll. modifier is. 11 for butthole. It's zero, so I rolled a two. Okay. Um, butthole, it seems to you from seeing all these sort of bodies that have clearly died of starvation or been left there, that odds are uh, whoever enchanted these doors didn't reopen them. So to your eye, what likely happened was whenever this catastrophe occurred, they just left whoever was back there, back there. So the reason the doors are still trapped is they were trapped from when this place was still active. Oh, okay. Here's what I think when you're looking at it is these traps were set up with like just the other people behind them. Mm-hmm. So nobody opened them since. So it's like leaving the door locked, essentially. This is old magic. Yeah. I mean, everything here is pretty old. It's as old as the bodies. Nobody's running around retrapping doors with just dead people inside. There'd be no point. All right. I, I poke my head inside the uh, quote-unquote hidden compartment that we now know is like the exact location of every room. You see um, four mages uh, lined up, um, and they're they're clearly uh, obviously dead, um, but almost like uh, mannequins, and they're wearing suits of armor. And for some reason, there are mirrors hung everywhere. Um, and then they've got like... Uh, those fucking creepy um, uh, clockwork orange eye openers oh, okay. on all the skulls. Juniper. Ah, fuck, man. This is an Alan problem. This isn't a, yeah. a you yeah. guys problem. Um, you could call her if you want. I want answers. I want I want him on every count. You're getting very lawyerly on this one, Quinny. This is interesting because usually we're just like, screw them, they're evil, let's kill them. Like, why, why do you need to know it all? Because I want him to know that we knew it all. I want him. I, w- I don't want him thinking he's better than us in any way. He pooped his pants and he's going to get eaten by a kraken. I don't know if he thinks he's great. Oh, and you're crazy if you think I'm not going to remind him about all the pants he's pooped. This is this is a tyrant. He's going to think he's better than us no matter what. Till the very end. I'm going to show him his brains. I know his type. <laughs> his brains? You're yeah. going to take out his brain and show it to him? Yeah. I wonder if I can help you with that. Okay, I'll think about that because this guy <laughs> definitely deserves it. But okay, here you go. Bring, um, bring, 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 bring. as you say that, um, suddenly your whole body goes cold and you almost lurch forward and like you just get goosebumps everywhere and um, you almost hear applause and then a voice in your head just says oh I like that quite a bit uh, gain a point of inspiration from Baba Yaga it's the dirtiest point of inspiration I've ever received <laughs> uh, but also be aware that you've just made a compact with her yeah yeah Bring, 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 bring. Okay, Alan, are you, are you there? Quinny's got questions for you about a horror show collection of bodies. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're okay. Alan, I'm going to show you something terrible, and I want you to explain it to me if, if you can. And I just kind of pan this lens around the room. So, Alan, you see the Have You Cast Mage Armor today, and it's it's sickening, but also nothing to do with you, oh you don't God. think. Um, so you scan around, and then you go into the room, and basically, uh, do you think... I'm curious to hear what you think Alan's theory is, and then I'll have your role, and I'll tell you if you're... Um, see, what room are you guys in? So, armor, mage armor room. Armor. It's all about armor here. So, they take you into the back and show you the mannequins wearing armor with their eyes wrenched open with mirrors all around them. I'm assuming you mean skeletons, or... They no, they were so the skeletons are in physical armor, but they're um, sorry, they're arranged like mannequins, like they're Got in it. full like yeah, warrior poses. Cool. You just stare, like, wa- eyes wide open, forced open, staring at themselves in the mirror. And I think they can give you the context that in every other room they've found, uh, whatever imprisoned mages were used to cause magical effects. I don't know, man. Okay, go ahead and roll. <laughs> uh, roll Arcana. Arcana? Yeah. Okay. 17. So, Alan, whenever you cast mage armor, you imagine... Um, armor around yourself. You you kind yeah. of make it real uh, with your mind. What your guess is from this is that uh, the these mages were each dressed in a unique set of armor and forced to be able to see them from all angles so that whenever they were prodded to create the magic armor in the showroom, 
it would be whatever particular piece. They would just angle the mage's head at whatever mirror they needed and be like, behold, magical shoulder pads, and just like crank their head and make them, oh. force them to to make that reality. All right. So so I, I tell them, like, it looks like, looks like they were forced to kind of create armor for others from afar. Yeah, it sort of matches what we were thinking. Yeah, the empty pedestals, great, uh, the empty pedestals next to real armor were clearly a. You think real armor is good? Check oh. out magic armor. Oh, I see. Well, that's gross. Okay, it's I guess add it to the list. You're the one writing the list, man. I'm just gonna hit somebody with a hammer till they explode. You haven't been keeping this. You haven't been keeping track. I don't need to. Oh He's bad. I'm gonna kill. Sometimes justice when you're running a house is really easy. You're like, bad, die. And then you don't have to hear the rest of the case. You're talking about Grace and Typhus. He deserves to die. But I, how hard? <laughs> but I question how hard they need to kill Grace and Typhus, because here's the deal. Hardest. Put a put a spike up his bum and through the top of his fucking head. That sounds like a good start. Oh, I like him. Okay, he's fine. He can flip me off all he likes <laughs> if he fucking pulls this off. And I Juniper- am glad you have made friends. Juniper just I mean, guys, this is upsetting, but I, I, can we at least try to know his motivations before we kill him? Oh, we know his motivations. It's really simple. He's a cunt. <laughs> All right, I like that guy again. Or now, I don't know anymore. Do you know what? <laughs> Let's just live in the moment. Okay, uh, you guys, good luck. We're going to go deal with this fucking director. All right, smash cut to 2099. Let's go deal with this fucking director. <laughs> So the entire facility is on lockdown. You know security will be absolutely highest at the director's office. How do you intend to get there? Hmm. So we, we've got to take the elevator and stop it between floors to get to, to the actual yeah. office. I don't know what will be directly outside. We might be able to play the Adonis thing, but this is probably our toughest fucking room because we know Grayson was up top and he's fucking angry. So who's he going to call? he called this director. And if you're the director, who do you fucking call when everything goes wrong and the roof explodes? You call Grace and Typhus. Alan, how is your Grace and Typhus impression? Oh, there's a good oh, fucking shit. question. You've seen him in person a lot. Did you not absorb some of his essence? Uh, I, I did. Does that provide you a magical edge in any way? I mean, let me, let me try. You've got this cold, gray death in your lungs. So you... Cast Alter Self, which isn't... Uh, remind me how that, that spell actually reads, Laura. Is that like a full-on super disguise? Or it's it, not. No, it, it's just it minor worked, alteration. It worked for Tiffany because I had a long time to study her. Yeah. You know, like it's not It's not how it normally works. Yeah, it's which like, is why... It's like I can alter, like, turn my hands into, sure. like, sword, like w- that Which kind is of why thing. the... Yeah. Not swords, but... <laughs> I mean, you could. They just wouldn't do anything. Yeah, they'd um, be, like, bone. <laughs> which is why it was easy for uh, the cloning lab to go, oh, you're not quite... But also, luckily for them, they just thought you were in a, a, a derpy Tyson, a yeah, derpy yeah. Adonis body. Um, okay, so you can't create Grayson. So that option's out. That's fine. Just running through some suggestions here. Okay. Um, why is everybody fucking looking at me? I shoot things. We're in the elevator. Oh, I have to be far away. I want to line up and shoot them. How do I make that happen? We you're... open up the elevator doors and you fire away. Okay, you're a, you're a Ronin bot. You can't lie, but you look like one of them. So we got that going. You look sort of like Adonis, which is confusing, but happens. I look like a sniper who's not supposed to be here. How do we play this off? We don't have the way to do that. You, we can't make you look like Grace and Typhus. Do I just throw a fireball into the room? Since it's not a room holding mages, it's the director's office. I see no problem with that. I feel like if we both stay on the sides of the elevator and duck around, or maybe you could provide a little bit of shielding, all hide around the corner. Just fucking fireball their ass, and then we see how it goes from there. Maybe it's just going to be a little bit of a run and gun who gives a shit. Remind me again what it is we're looking for in the director's office. We don't want to destroy any sensitive equipment that we need. Our plan was just to kill the director before the director knew we were here. I hadn't quite thought that far ahead. Isn't there a portal device in the director's office that we might need to use? Yes. Maybe we shouldn't blow it up with a fireball. Okay, what else you got, Alan? You got any other highly explosive, never fail tricks? <laughs> Hashtag witch bolt. I mean, oh, not witch bolt. My witch bolt's better now. <laughs> sure. How many magic missiles can you fire at once? Uh... 
Max six. Does anybody hear? And I guess I'll look around if we're still in. What fucking room are we in? We're in the elevator. We're in the elevator. Was there any room where we left guns? No, we just killed everyone and they were unarmed. That wasn't the classiest, but it was good. I gave a lot of guns to mages. Felt pretty good about it. Yeah, that was good then. Uh, Okay. I mean, I could could blast kind of a wave of necrotic energy at them. Okay. What's necrotic energy? Uh, It's like basically the opposite of life energy. Oh, so you're just going to channel a little bit of grace and it'd just be like, death! Death from me! Yes, I'll channel Grayson. Will that damage any equipment? Or will it just fry people? If it's just, necrotic, it won't people. hurt equipment. Oh, well, Anything that's alive. So it's like, a, like our best bet. it's like a death ball. All right, let's do it. Okay, and then I just go over and like essentially hide in that part of the elevator where the door's open. You got the buttons. I'm going to hide in the button side so I don't get sure. shot. And on our system, I assume you're doing the classic like sword up against the wall. Or are you going to stay in front of Alan with a shield pop? I'm going to put my sword oh, away yeah. and I'm going to basically... Oh, the Brigitte uh, sword up, or shield. Up against the, the wall as the elevator doors open, I will come in with the shield. Oh, fuck. You guys are getting real good at this. <laughs> and Alan, what spell are you prepping? I am prepping Blight. Ooh, what does Blight do? Uh, so basically any a target, like a creature within 30 feet, I cast Blight and necromantic energy washes over the creature, draining moisture and vitality from it. So they have to make a constitution save and it's like 8d8 necrotic Ooh, damage on a hit, oh. half as much on a Hachi Chachi. Yeah, I've never used this one before. Ah, fuck. I mean, if there's a time. I mean, Alan's feeling very necromantic, so I figure <laughs> I mean, those spells. Yeah, it's a nice Valentine's Day <laughs> gift for everybody. It's a necromantic day. Um, okay, wicked. So Necromantic. Um, so I assume you're just going straight to this door, opening it, like you're not we stopping I, above and dropping down. It's literally like, ding. We're going to basically hard stop at the secret level. I'll open the door. Uh, yeah, and bring we'll just my like shield. one arm out each, yank the door open, and let her shoot. Great. So, um, Alan, you you kind of reach inside yourself for that well of power that you you've accessed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of feel your whole body go cold. Um, the uh, to Declan and Honor System, like the vein, the black veins begin to get like bigger and spread more. Your entire body goes ice cold, except for your robot arm. Which mm. doesn't, but like the energy is crackling around um, the rest of you, but not the hand. Um, both of you reach, dig your fingers in, and begin to open the door. Smash, go back to Dumpy <laughs> Room. Um, so. <laughs> Right, so Dum Dums, you are uh, arriving now um, at a. Uh, you, you sort of come up the stairs. Uh, this time, uh, the door to this floor is ajar. Uh, what a strange jar! <laughs> uh, you kick the the jar open, and um, inside uh, you see uh, just sort of an entry hallway. Uh, there's a, a set of double doors. Um, that are mirrors that are cracked. Uh, and this whole hallway seems to be um, cracked mirrors. Uh, the, the double doors, sorry, you're in like an entrance hallway. The double doors lead into a larger space. Uh, do you remember what room this was supposed to be, Juniper? You, you remember the map, right? Uh, yeah, definitely remember. <laughs> Juniper, you remember that this is the <laughs> illusion floor or eye block in 2099. We're in the tunnel of illusion. Yes, so you can see that this is the entrance to the tunnel of illusion. It's kind of a um, weird shitty tunnel of love situation, but the, the double doors again with mirrors are, are shattered. So somebody's trashing the illusions cause it's making them confused. Maybe, uh, maybe, or it's just old. I'm just going to walk down the hall. Sure. So you can see sort of, um, bloodstains, uh, as you get closer, uh, on the mirrors. Um, also beneath you, you hear kind of a tremendous, uh, rumble, um, and, uh, a massive sound of shattering glass. And you can feel as kind of the entire structure shakes as the Kraken begins to force its way up from the bottom. So you've still got several floors on it, but it is very much a fighting its way up uh, situation. Quinny, I hate to be a little blunt. I know you want to do like a full forensic category of crimes, but a Kraken is coming through the building. We do not have a plan on how to tackle. So I think this might be a quick, like take a peek and then let's get the fuck upstairs. Yeah. Let me see this. And I open up, uh, you open up to, uh, as the name suggests, a tunnel of mirrors. Um, it's, uh, this one seems incredibly non-magical. Okay. Um, what's odd though, is that halfway down the tunnel of mirrors, all the mirrors disappear and it's just kind of like plywood 
And uh, it, it almost looks unfinished, except that the floor continues with the same sort of carpeting all the way to the end. Now, this seems like a completely different layout. So can we surmise where the secret door is or do we need to? You can, yes. It would be at the end of this hallway because okay. basically they've built a, a tunnel to artificially make this room seem like it only contains a tunnel. But you can tell there's dead space on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be at the end of the room or it might be behind the, the sort of false tunnel walls. And the false walls are like plywood? Um, after the mirrors, yes. So think of it as literally like a, a tunnel, a uh, flat floor, sort of a, um, a rounded ceiling, and it's mirrors all along, uh, all up to the ceiling. And then at a certain point, those mirrors just stop and it's plywood. Well, I, I just blast the walls then to just make a more direct path. I have, I just use Eldritch Blast. Amazing. So the mirrors shatter, uh, the walls collapse and, um, behind them, um, you can see um, there's actually a sort of a number of stations set up with different sort of um, charts and uh, there seem to be sort of like a lot of paperwork. Looking around, you can see uh, just like quickly scanning it. Um, it seems as though whatever the end game of this illusion was, was you would walk down this hall of mirrors and then something cool would happen for you at the end of the hall. <laughs> so um, you actually notice that there are record books of who is entering and who is scheduled to enter on any given day. Um, as well as what might impress them. I'll, I'll grab the book, but like Butthole said, we got to we Yeah, and go. it doesn't really mean much to you. It's just like a bunch of names of random mages. I don't see any flipping through, no names really catch. Uh, I'm assuming this happened a long time ago, and what does Quinny really know? But Yeah, there's no, there's yeah. no like, you know, there's not any familiar, yeah. just okay. quickly looking at it, names. I'll toss the book then. Um, I'll, I'll take it, put it in my tummy bag. Maybe sure. it'll be useful for future. And but. then at the end of the, so both of these sort of back, sort of behind the scenes walls kind of come together at the end to kind of that classic control chamber. How is he exploiting an innocent mage this time? Um, you get back there and there is a, a single chair um, with a single skeleton uh, slumped on it. The skeleton's skull seems to have been exploded. Um, I hate this. <laughs> but it's there's no restraints. It's just sitting there casually. Uh, and in front of it are um, sort of like a series of charts about what each possible person coming through at this time would want. All right. Like, I'm getting tired. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I got to let's go to the next one. I, I mean, but all I get what you're saying, but all like it is definitely about making sure that he doesn't get a pass on anything. But at the same time, he's the, not gonna, he's the not names in that. Yeah, I'm like, we got the book, so we could figure that out. But I'm like, he's not going to get a pass. We're going to kill him, or he's already dead. No, he could be dead. And listen, then who knows? The names in that book, they have, they had families. No one knows what happened to them. They came here and never came back. Yeah, or they're guests, and this is how they figured out the scam. Like, I just mean, it was a way to tell the person. All I'm saying is the people that were exploited here and left here to die deserve a better ending than this. Can you bless this guy? Yeah, sure, uh, sure. Butthole, right. as you look at this body, to your eye, having seen kind of a lot of this. Uh, oh, I guess, yeah. I, I, for me, I was picturing him literally standing, like, tapping his toe at the door. He's like, oh, yes, there sure. are going to be people who are abused. Okay, so like, yes, bless from the door. Bless, Fine. bless, yep, bless yes, great, great. <laughs> and I, I come back. Juniper, do you want to roll another check on kind of things you might have missed? Please. Go ahead. Uh, roll with advantage, please. Twelve. <sighs> so close. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's you again, you, you feel like there's some weird connection that you're missing, but you're, you're getting closer. You can feel it just on the edge of your mind. Um, but it also, it's the kind of thing where again, you can't quite piece together what's wrong, but it makes you feel ill. There's just something tremendously off aside from these sort of visible horrors. Um, that said, you're puzzling this as we're like running upstairs. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you have to sit there and be like, think, think. like you're not Winnie the pooing it. Just be like, think, 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 think. <laughs> Okay, wicked. So um, you clear out and continue up. Yep. So you kind of rush out into the hallway. You can hear water starting to kind of like fill the the stairs down further beneath you. You hear kind of a, a, a horrible rending crack as clearly part of the, the glass elevator shatters. So it is there. Um, you kick open the doors uh, to a... Uh, a large kind of dark room with giant wooden doors and a silver um, bone inlay around them. Silver bone inlay around? Oh, sorry, like a frame around the, the door. uh, around the doors. And they're big, like, old wooden doors with, like, big iron knockers. Didn't we already go to the necromancy room? In 2099, you did. Oh, okay. I thought we went to the necromancy, the cave of necromancy or whatever, but maybe not. Uh, no, they, they, they called it that in 2099. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, I'll huh. open the door. 
You open the door and um, you find uh, a bunch of legitimate spider webs hanging. Um, you find stone pillars. Um, there are very impressive um, coffins kind of lining the walls. Um, and uh, at the far end, there's a single uh, pedestal uh, with a skull sitting on it. You want to check for a phylactery here? This is necromancy. I, I mean, know. this is also the room where we should check the secret room, because if you're a necromancer, you're going to starve to death. Maybe you can keep yourself alive. So, like, hey, Skull, what's up, buddy? Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I knew it. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. Oh my <laughs> no, gosh. no, I slap his hand aside so it hits the wall. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, watch the digs. Okay, so uh, there's a big cracking coming. What, uh, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy, bud. As you can see, I'm a little limited in my movement here. Okay, so like, what happened that you're aware of in the tower? Uh, I heard lots of screaming. I heard lots of dying, and then it got real quiet and real boring. Well, except for uh, you know, old Mister Poopy Pants who keeps uh, stumbling around. Okay, okay. Who, who are you, and how long have you been here? And Mister Poopy Pants, what? <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Poopy Pants, uh, he's the asshole who made this whole place. And as I understand it, he pooped his pants a couple times, kept swearing about it. Okay. But like, how did you end up here? Uh, funny story that uh, I was once a uh, tremendously powerful uh, necromancer. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I ran afoul of some adventurers who uh, killed me and decapitated me, which really, got to tell you, sucked. Uh, and then uh, I woke up here, and uh, it seems like some asshole was keeping me alive, but uh, I don't know what happened to them. I haven't seen anyone in a bit, but uh, I guess enough latent magic kept me going. Okay, just a second. I look around, and Thomas, is there anything that I could fashion as something that would hold the skull so I could carry it like a lamp? <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there are so many gothic iron lantern things. Great. I'm going to take down a lantern, like empty it out, and put the skull in it. And I'm like, why don't you go for a walk with us? Uh, and I'm like, Quinny, secret door. Yeah, I'm on it. All right, so, um, Quinny, you... Uh, like at this uh, at this point, just like I don't know, flick a stick at the door, and like the, the <laughs> fist punches it, and even the mage hand is just doing the like, all right, all right, carry on <laughs> gesture. The door swings open, and in the back, uh, you can find uh, several sort of alcoves with um, bodies in them. They all seem to be strapped to chairs, um, and there's like pentagrams and everything carved on the walls, um, and uh, all of them seem to be staring at um, a skull. That is on a small pedestal in front of them. Uh, that is currently kind of um, jostling a little bit uh, as though it's being carried in a lantern. Oh, is hey. that you there? And I like show him the skull. Uh, and he's like, oh shit, yeah, sorry. Uh, that one's the real me. They, they were doing this weird mirror trick where uh, they, they'd animate me in here and I'd, I'd talk out there. It's real confusing for me too. Oh, so that like, other skull's just some random fucking skull. I don't care about that. The one that they're looking at's fake. And uh, you're no, the real no, one. No, the the one in your fancy cage there. Okay, so I'll take the one out of the cage. And I'm like, thank you for your service. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll take out the the real skull and put him in the. As lantern. soon as you pull it off the the pedestal, the other skull just goes inert and the jaw falls off. Like the one that you just dumped that, that out of the, the floor. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, he's like, oh wow, really glad you found that. Uh, oh, a <laughs> real word there for a second. Oh, are you not able to tell us about this or something? Uh, honestly, uh, when you've been seeing through two sets of eyes for a really long time, it's uh, very confusing. Oh, you would have just forgot. Yeah, that's high risk. Uh, okay, we got to find Mr. Poopy Pants and then figure out how yeah, to escape uh, a Kraken. Grayson Typhus. You guys are real piece of work. Perfect. That's who we thought it was. Great. We can confirm with Alan later. Grayson Typhus does poop his pants. Oh, yeah, perfect. Um, okay. You just uh, yell it through the monocle. Yeah, he, he poops his pants. Uh, uh, you get no response. <laughs> it's fine. They'll know. They'll hear it, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, do you know what? I don't even look. I just take it and yell, he poops his pants. And I don't even look into it. I just put it back. I held up to my mouth. Sure. Uh, and I'm like, okay, you just broke up here, so that's not terribly helpful. And they were faking that. Do you know what happened to anyone else here? Um, well, uh, listen, uh, as I understand it, uh, they, uh, you know, a place like this takes a lot of energy, yeah? Yeah. So uh, back when I was necromancing, uh, normally I'd kill a lot of people to get this kind of power. But uh, unfortunately, you know, no arms or legs or body or any ability to cast anything. Uh, they uh, they tried to summon something to uh, give them a little bit of a boost. And uh, I don't think it went too well. A kraken, maybe? No, no. They were talking about a leviathan. It's a like leviathan. A, yeah, a creature made of water. They might have screwed it up and summoned the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. I saw a bunch of weird fish people run through here that weren't fish people before. They they fucked it up. This yeah. is it's mm. it's people who don't know magic making deals they shouldn't make with entities that are really big, and that's like a huge problem. So okay, uh, have you seen Poopy Pants recently? I'm assuming he went up. He's, uh, he's not dead, right? Yeah, no, he came through here, he yelled at me for a bit, and then he left. I think he just needed to yell at someone. How uh, long ago was that? Fuck if I know, man. I'm just a skull. <laughs> I I don't. It was 
I don't fault him for not knowing how time works anymore. Yeah, it was quite a long time ago, though. Uh, he uh, he said uh, he said that other guy fucked me over real bad, and then he ran off screaming. Okay, this does put a vote in the the bucket of your Grayson Typhus fucked over Grayson Typhus theory. Yeah. Uh, okay, and I like I hook the lamp to my belt. Oh, hey, all right. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna come with us. What's your name, dude? Oh, uh, my name's Solomon. Solomon. Nice to meet you. I'm Quinny. Hi, Quinny. Yo, yeah, I'm Butthole Farch, leader of House Farch. This is Juniper in my hand, and Hi that's there. Quinny, my court jester. Great. Uh, my name is uh, Solomon. I was a necromancer in the service of the uh, Grand House of Aka, and now I'm just stuck running around here. Ooh, I'm going to have questions for you later. Yeah, uh, I look at you now. I'm like, come butthole cracking. We got to go. <laughs> like, what if we just sit for a minute, though? Do you know... Uh, I know my mom's Emily, right? Because I got that from the data slab. Uh, yes, you do. Do you know Emily? Oh, you mean Antebellum? Lady Antebellum? Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to used to work with her. I was one of the the first ones. Uh, I mean, you know, I was in a car for a long time before she showed up. But then, uh, yeah, she she signed me up. Interesting. So. She must have been like super nice, right? Because my mom's a super nice lady, but she got fooled by mean people, so she might have seemed mean. Uh, you've never heard a skull laugh before? It's very unsettling. I'm at the doorway now. <laughs> Butthole farch. Let's get crack a lacking. Look, kid, all I can tell you is uh, you don't hire a necromancer if you're a nice person. I don't know. I feel like that's really limiting, and I'm, like, blessing the bodies as they, like, argue them. I'm like, that's, you know, that's a little derivative. I mean, I'm bringing you with me. Should I just leave you here because you're a necromancer? And then hammer bless you, and then hammer bless you. And then I'm like, okay, we'll go. And then I can argue with them while we're walking. Yeah, exactly. He's on your hip. Walk and talk. <laughs> All right. So um, you book it out, uh, and you start making your way up towards uh, transmogrification or tr- uh, transmutation. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so you um, boot open the door to uh, transmutation. Uh, and unlike in 2099, it's not like a bunch of tubes. Um, instead, uh, you walk in and it looks like a bomb went off. Uh, there's Whoa. just shattered things everywhere. There's a huge blast radius around sort of a central crater. Um, there's a hole in the floor, a hole in the ceiling. Um, and, uh, you can see kind of scattered body parts from where this explosion went off, um, scattered tools and other things around. There's like half a Grace and Typhus happy cutout, uh, that's been like shattered, uh, like the top half is, is on the ground and it's like, behold the wonders of transmutation. Uh, but that part is like hanging off the, the busted ass bottom part. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a horror show in here. Just like, is it like, just like gore all over? Like it's, it's literally like charred blast radius from the center and then just gore splattering all the walls. So sorry, just so I'm a hundred percent clear of the image. Did something or someone explode here? Something exploded. Okay. And took a lot of people with it. Okay. I'm betting this is where the fish people started, where he said people became things that weren't there before because this is the transmutation room. Uh, and then I'm like, bless some bodies, but like, let's find that hidden door because I'm betting that'll make more sense than this will. Like, take them to uh, hell. So this time, um, there is no fist because the doors have been blown inward uh, oh, well, from the explosion. There it is. Um, you move into the back, and um, most notably, you find uh, there's looks like a couple of people uh, committed suicide back here. Like, there's a couple of. Um, uh, people in uh, typhus jumpsuits, jumpsuits. Okay. but like look very official. Like they, they probably are staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, both of them look like, it looks like they kind of like stabbed each other. Um, but there's no, like they each have a hand on each other's shoulder. Like there's no, like this was a fight. It was right. kind of a thing. And uh, spread out in front of them on the table. Uh, and there's the typical like four dead mages against the wall. Ugh. All of them seem to be rigged to some kind of crystal mm-hmm. um, that their hands are kind of chained to. Um, and the book, so the, the notes you find, uh, seem to be about, um, summoning something called Leviathan, which is a, a, an elemental, a water elemental of extraordinary power. Uh, and it lists like, there are a number of risks that seem to have been crossed out. Um, and, uh, that's, that's what you get from, from this room. Well, you want to build a wonderland underwater. Why not try to control the water it's under, right? Yeah. You got to drive something to keep the the lights on. I mean, maybe they did bring it and that's what pissed off the Kraken. Like, yeah, I have no idea. We could turn out there's an elemental we could release to fight a Kraken. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I'm starting to worry that maybe that's a Kraken meat puppet. That's equally problematic. I mean, honestly, none of this really adds up good. Uh, and I want to review the the risks crossed off to see if there's anything sure. that we so, red flag. Um, Leviathans are huge, hugely powerful forces of, of nature. And as a result, the idea of summoning one is often described as fatal to the mage uh, who does it. Uh, and you have to be extraordinarily powerful to do it. 
Um, based on what you can see back here and what you see in the main chamber, it looks like they were using the mages strapped to these crystals to power a crystal in the main room. Um, you can guess based on kind of the horrors you've seen to this point that the idea would be these mages can explode, but we'll be able to carry out the ritual if they're the ones powering it. But clearly something went wrong. Okay, I want to take a look at just using my Moonhammer powers at the crystals because I want to make sure there aren't like souls left in them because magic has like they were. Weird it like looks this. like they were just channeling. Okay. Um, so whatever went through them is gone. Um, as you explore the room, though, um, you find a number of uh, cracks in the walls um, that look like they've been patched up by an Abe droid. This uh, was a train wreck of a ceremony. Uh, okay, I'm going to take the book and just sort of tummy sure, yep. bag that. Uh, and maybe one of the crystals, just because... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you've got room. <laughs> if, if Quinny wants that evidence, we're going to get this evidence. Yeah. Uh, book of... I'm just going to call it the Book of the Leviathan, for lack of a better term. Sure, dig it. Is there anything uh, strange that I noticed about the bodies? Like the mer-people, um, pseudo-mer-people? The ones behind the wall aren't pseudo-mer-people mm-hmm. at all. They seem to be, um, you know, just a, an elf and a dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the ones in the room, it looks like whatever was in here exploded. Um, but based on the damage to the walls and kind of everything else, you get the sense that whatever happened here likely hit. Like, it, whatever effect it was here didn't stop here. Right. Um, so I think it would be safe to assume that if this ritual went badly, as it clearly did, um, there might have been something that infected or affected other people throughout the building and might have turned turned some of them. Also, the blast right. radius is small enough that you can imagine there would be several people who would be maybe gore-soaked but safe if they were at distance. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to uh, just like give a butthole a little elbow and uh, just kind of quietly say, uh, looks like Juniper's been trying to figure something out for a little while. Do you want to uh, grease the wheels spinning in her head a little bit? Sure, sure, sure. And then I do my, like, hurried blessing of, of all the corpses. Mm-hmm. And, Quinny, because you're close enough, you actually hear it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just say, if they're upstairs, leave them alone. If they're downstairs, make them your own. And then I just, <laughs> I fart. And it just, like, poofs a little bit at them. And then they've been blessed. That's very good. Uh, and then... Quinny rolls his eyes, but that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> so so now Quinny also knows how to bless people if he finds a body that he's worried about. Uh, and then I go over to Juniper. I'm going to help you think about the thing that you're forgetting. Okay. You got to let the, you got to let the space go. Okay. You got to breathe in and you got to breathe out. And I revert into moss. Fantastic. And then you got to, ah, you got to breathe the in. Fuck the skull says, and you just quietly shut the door. Yeah. I'm like, I just closed the door <laughs> yeah. so you can see it yelling, but no sound comes out. But <laughs> breathe in. And then I subtly fart, but it smells like roses. Cause I, I can, I can do that with food. Thaumaturgy, I think. Religion. Uh, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, now. It was fun watching your bridge up to the Yeah, you I, I did. And I was like, no, nah, no, the spells do that. Uh, so breathe in and remember. Uh, and I cast guidance at the same time with my fart. And I do have one point of inspiration, so I'm going to use that too. Sure. Hot damn. I add three to whatever your best roll was. Uh, 22 total. This is the one. So 25. Yeah. There's a word that you remember seeing as you were quickly looking at everything and you just, it didn't mean anything to you at the time. But the more you think about it, the more it just seems to to bother you. So you go back, you you pull out the, because you gave away the map, but I think you kept like the architectural drawings and yeah. other things. Um, and you keep seeing this word mentioned over and over and over again. Uh, and it's the word Eberron. And something in it speaks very deeply to you. And as you start to look quickly, as I think as they're doing their, their, their bits in this room, mm-hmm. as you start to look through the architectural sketches and the things that have happened, you start to see more and more reference to, um, we'll be bringing the materials over. Um, the only place to get this is there. Our contacts on that side will bring things through. And with kind of a horrible feeling, you think about what your scroll has shown you and why it shows you things. And the fact that your scroll is so badly on the fritz means that you might be in a structure that doesn't belong in this world, that is from another world altogether. But if it's a structure built by your people and it's not from this world, maybe you aren't either. (laughs) Cut back to the elevator. Man. So... Honor system, you reach out with one hand. Declan, 
you reach out with another. Alan, you feel the necromantic powers running through you, uh, and you begin to cr- the your two companions crank the door open. And I assume this is like a just open fire as soon as the doors are open. Like you don't need to aim. Do you need to aim this? Um, it's at a creature, I, right? At a so. creature. Yeah. So I'm not like I. I'm going to have to see it for a split second. Gotcha. So um, the two of you start forcing the door open. You crank it open uh, and you see Alan before you sort of, um, I mean, fucking Juniper already knows what this room looks like, but um, a large kind of circular room, except unlike the other one, this is very clearly ordered. Um, There are video screens everywhere. Uh, There's clearly a a sort of central um, overseer desk kind of looking down at the main area. There's computers. Um, you can see a bunch of bookshelves uh, that seem to be stacked floor to ceiling with tomes uh, of various sorts. And uh, standing with her arms behind her back, uh, looking out the window, kind of overseeing the site, is the director. And as the doors open, she turns to look at you, and you recognize her as Director Tyra Leandell, your mother. Do you open fire? This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.